And welcome to the Godfather, Godfather Minute. My name is Alex Robinson. And my name is Flabbergasted. Do you know what you really just said in Sicilian? I mean, that means a hundred piece for a hundred years. Oh, well, I'm going to bring in our, our Sicilian uh, consultant, Antonino Consiglio. He'll tell you what Sticchio di Domaggi means. <laughs> you have a wartime Consiglio. Look what I got. I have a wartime Sicilian consultant, language <laughs> consultant. Look what you got. Uh, we're talking about minute 114 of The mm-hmm. Godfather. Yep. Today. Talking about minute 114. Oh, that's my cue. Alex, uh, repeat after me. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. This is a long one. This is a long one. No, no, no. You didn't need to repeat no, that. No, you don't. Oh, okay. Cento quattordici. What? Oh, boy. Cento. Uh-huh. <laughs> Could you say it again? Sure. Quattordici. Quattordici. You got it. Cento quattordici. Yeah, cento. Cento. Quattordici. Quattordici. Is that okay. last bit that's... that's yeah, like dici, dici. Dici. Dici with a D. Dici. Yeah. Like ten quattordici. plus four. That's it. Yeah, four yeah. plus ten. Four plus ten. Yeah, okay. There we go. They do it backwards. They do the small number, and then they add it to ten. Yeah, it's like how they put uh, the noun first, and then the mm-hmm. adjective. That actually makes sense to me. Uh, well, because you don't know what you're describing. Like, if I say to you, <laughs> I saw a blue, you would know if I was going to say car, if mm-hmm. I was going to say bird, or automobile, or truck. You don't know what I'm going to say. It's more efficient, but it's more poetic when you have the adjective first. I just saw a blue, it leaves you hanging. It brings the listener in. Mm, right? the, 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 a blue what? Is it a blue book? Is it a blue bird? Talk to me. <laughs> well, I'd will... like to find out what this blue thing is by the end of the month. <laughs> well, I will talk to you. I will talk to you about minute 114. Thank you. Um, Centani, four plus quattritici. Quattritici. <laughs> is that right? Quattritici? Uh, uh, no, it's not right, but too easy Qu- you had it but the the emphasis was a little off quattordici quattordici oh okay that makes cento sense. quattordici quattordici okay uh, anyway in quattordici uh tom hagen intercepts k when she uh, shows up at the corleone k shows up at the corleone compound um she has a letter for mikey mm-hmm. but tom refuses to accept it because it means he implies that he knows the whereabouts of mikey but he will help her call a taxi cab. Mm-hmm. And there's a tiny little bit at the end of the minute about Connie and Carlo's apartment, but we'll save that for next week because yeah. it's literally just, you know, a second of their empty apartment. Yeah. So. yeah. Tom and Kay. Wow. Tom and Kay back together again. <laughs> Do we see him interact before the scene ever? Uh, just at the, at the wedding when he, when he meets, uh, when at the, when Kay introduces, saying, "Oh, this is my my it's Tom Hagen. Mm, that's right. He's like my father. Oh, like, that's right. He helps out my father. Yeah, this this. And then Kay asks Michael, "Why does he have a different last name? Yeah, and that's says, my family. That's not me. <laughs> Until you drink, <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Why does he have a different last name? Oh, now who's being naive, Kay? 
Um, apparently there was a, um, a there was a, in the shooting script there was a little mm-hmm. bit more to this encounter with Kay and uh, Whoa. and Tom Hagen. Okay. Well, not not specifically between Tom Hagen and Kay, but between Mama and oh, Kay. Really? Um, yeah, yeah there guess, is there is some a bit more. There's an extended scene in the book. Oh, okay. So it must go be. ahead, lay it on us. So uh, this is from the Godfather annotated screenplay. Um, when Kay visits the Corleone Mall, Corleone Mall, Corne- Corleone Molly, she encounters a sympathetic mama Corleone who uh, accepts her accepts her letter. So she she implies mm-hmm. that she now she got hauled into court to show cause. Yeah, that's right. Um, she tells Kay to give up hope. You listen to me. You go home to your family. You find a good young man and get married. Forget about Mikey. He's no good for you no more. Mm-hmm. She looks directly into Kay's eyes, and Kay understands what she means. The mm-hmm. novel is the, okay. I've been this bit about the novel, but I'm sure you'll t- you'll uh, take it over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You want to uh, go ahead and take it over? From sure, there? might as well now. Yeah, uh, Puto writes a, a bit about this after they drank their coffee. So, so he, so Kay does go in that in the book. Kay does go into the house, meets with Hagen, and then on the way out, plants the wire. Mama, <laughs> yeah, Mama is walking in, mm-hmm. and so she starts. Uh, they start talking together against Hagen's wishes, mm. but uh, Mama scolds Hagen and says, oh, "I want to talk with her. You, you leave yeah. us alone." And so he talks to her, or she talks to him. Uh, Don't her, interfere, that's what she says. <laughs> yeah, and, and she says, yeah, "Move on with your life. He will come back." And then Mama says, "Quote or Puto writes after they drank their coffee, Mrs. Corleone took one of Kay's hands in her two brown ones." She said she, <laughs> she said, took it in her two brown ones. <laughs> she said quietly, Mikey no gonna write you. You no gonna hear from Mikey. He hide two, three years. Maybe more, maybe much more. You go home to your family and find a nice young fellow and get married. Kate took the letter out of her purse. Will, will you send this to him? And she, Mama does take it. And that's when Hagen starts. I can no accept it. That would imply I know his whereabouts. <laughs> I... I, too, am licensed to carry this firearm, and if you take it from me, you will have to show calls in the morning. He might not even be in the car, Kay. <laughs> yeah. But you come, you know, come back. Don't come back on Monday or Tuesday. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Aputo writes, uh, Hagen started to protest, and she, and she screamed at him in Italian. Oh. Yeah. Mama, not Kay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Then she led Kay to the door. There she kissed her on the cheek very quickly and said, You forget about Mikey. He know the man for you anymore. By the way, I'm using this accent because Puzo wrote in the book that she has a very strong Italian accent, mm-hmm. unlike yeah. in the movie. Right. There was a car waiting for Kay with two men up front. They drove all the way to the city. No one talked. So she, they didn't even get her a cab. They literally escorted her. They, all the yeah, way. they escorted her. Hmm. She was trying to get used to the fact that the young man she had loved was a cold-blooded murderer. And that she had been told by the most unimpeachable source, her mother. Ma- his, his mother. His mother. <laughs> so, um, so you think Kay what? knows that he's the murderer? How does, in the book, she does. How does she know? I think because Mama was the one who said he was going to be gone two or three years. But how would she know that that had to do with... Did she just say, well, I guess that it's a coincidence that he left right after Salazzo was murdered? Yeah, and by the way, this whole scene in the book mm-hmm. takes place three days after the murder. Oh, okay. Well, in makes- a movie, it's a whole year. We've already seen Mikey yeah. get married to Apollonia, right. but in the and book, it's much and- Yeah. 
Let's see. Uh, Kay, uh, Kay said similarly, I came to ask about Mike. I haven't heard from him. Hagen says, da, 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 I don't know. Well, there is a, should we go back to the beginning of the scene now that I'm in the book? Yeah, sure. Because there's a little bit more from the book. That's, yeah, about the, yeah. isn't there something about that car, the wrecked car? Not in the book. Hmm. No, I don't see anything there. So it was three days later. She got out of the taxi in front of the Corleone Mall. Uh, she asked, hey, where's Michael? And Hagen said smoothly, we know he's all right, but we don't know where he is right now. <laughs> <laughs> when he heard about that captain being shot, he was afraid they'd accuse him. So he just decided to disappear, Kay. He told me he'd get in touch in a few months. I like that he's like yelling to her from like, a, like up in a window or something. I'm right here, yeah. Tom. Why are you yelling? <laughs> Sorry, Kay. In law school, they taught us to, take the, to, to speak this way because police captains would be more sympathetic. It's not personal. <laughs> I talk this way to everyone. And Sonny leans out the window and says, uh, Tom, this girl's taking it very personally. <laughs> So this is what's interesting, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to your question about how did she know? Mm-hmm. How did she know? Puzzo wrote... It was Buzzini all along. <laughs> and then Hagen says, no, don't you mean Mikey? <laughs> <laughs> no, Mikey's, Mikey's a good kid. So after Hagen says all that to Kay, mm-hmm. Puzo writes, the story, this, the story was not only false, but meant to be seen through. He was giving her that much. Mm. So I think Hagen is suggesting it. Suggesting that. Getting Kay to read between the lines. That he killed? That maybe Mikey killed? Or that Mike, that he doesn't know where he is? Oh, you're right. Yeah. I think that's the part. He's implying that he does know where he is, yeah. but, you know, he can't tell. Him from yeah, him. exactly. Uh, let's see. And then she asked, did that captain really break his jaw, Tom? I'm afraid that's true, Kay. <laughs> and it goes on and on. And then it's very similar to the book. Um, well, let's see, though. So how they handle it in the movie. Um, um, yeah. So he says, you know, I can't. That would be I can't that I can't accept the letter. That would be, you know, showing mm-hmm. cause. And uh, I was like when he's when she says, oh, what happened to that car there? And he's like, there was an accident, but nobody was hurt. Like he says it in such a way, like that he's almost like I can't tell if. Tom is bad acting or Robert Duvall is bad acting. Yeah, I picked up on the same <laughs> he's thing. He's almost like smirking when yeah, he says he, it. Well, this is what I think happened. Yeah. Because I picked up on the same thing. He says it kind of smiling as if he's making a joke. Mm-hmm. But then the very next shot where Kay starts speaking about the letter, yeah. you, if you look closely at Hagen's expression, which is right after he delivered that line about the car, yeah. he does this, I don't know how to describe it, almost as if the joke fell flat and he regrets really? having said it. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I gotta watch that again. Yeah, go back and watch it. It's great. Yeah, to me, it looked almost like like they were filming like the, like the blocking rehearsal. Yeah, like he's just gonna. Yeah. Okay, this is where I stand when I say, "Oh no, no, nobody got hurt." Like he's just saying yeah. it in a way that seems like he like. like uh, it's it's a very odd reading. Oh, it's great, yeah, because it's very out of character for Hagen to make that kind of. Not that he was joking. Well, I guess he was kind of joking, but to even joke about that because it's such serious business. Well, it's not really like a joke. I mean, he's like well, he says it was an accident, but no one got hurt, and it's. Clearly, it wasn't just an accident. Right, but... With everything going on. I guess so. To me, it seems more like a dodge than it does like a joke. Like, mm-hmm. you just expect her to laugh. Like, mm-hmm. like oh my God, that's so, you know, like... 
or maybe he's saying it for the benefit of the of the guards standing around, mm. and that's why he he smirks. I th- laugh. He doesn't laugh, but he's got that smile after he delivers that. I think one of them was like making faces behind K, and that's why <laughs> yeah. he was all laughing, trying not to laugh. <laughs> I'm trying to make a joke, K. They really, <laughs> someone really did get hurt, but I was being sarcastic. Yeah, we don't, we we don't see Tom making cracking ready jokes. To, although I guess he does have a dry sense of like when he says, "Oh, I'm German Irish." Like that's a good, yeah. that's a good, yeah. very dry sort of joke. <laughs> so maybe he was, uh, maybe he was cracking a joke when he yeah. said it was an accident. No one got hurt. Maybe. I also think yeah. it's been good, a uh, bit of a visual storytelling that the K's were all bright red and white. Yeah. And she's like really pops mm-hmm. out up against this like gray sort of overcast scene where everyone's kind of, you know, very muted, muted colors. Yeah. I was prepping this minute uh, in my living room and my wife walked by and, and so she watched the minute mm-hmm. and I asked her a couple questions. <laughs> I asked her, you just brought up Kay's outfit. I said, what do you think of Kay? And yeah. in particular in this minute, and this is what my wife said, quote, if I allow you into the house, then it could be proved in a court of, no, that's, sorry, that's a different quote. That was Hagen. It's <laughs> like, wow, she's really good. That's it. another one of my jokes. I'm about to say, no, my wife says, uh, she looked, quote, she looks good, classy, well put together, but more like a first lady than a mafia wife. Hmm. I expect mafia guys to go for hotter chicks, not the smart, quirky, Annie Hall-looking ones. Well, that's Mikey for you. Yeah. He's not your typical, this isn't your father's godfather. No, definitely not. <laughs> so your father's mustache peak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, does, it is very striking how red and bright it is. Yeah, she's definitely very, you know, like waspy-looking as opposed to, like, what you think of as... Well, I guess she's also not Italian. That's probably also because most yeah. of the time you see mob wives, they are mm. they're Italian for that starting yeah. with that at least. Yeah, that's true. I think it's funny that Cat Kay let her cab go. I guess she thought she'd be there a little while, mm-hmm. and uh, and but then she had to go into the house. Yeah, to call a cab again. I thought it'd be great if if Hagen. Well, one, do you think that was a ploy? You think Kay wanted to try to get into that? She purposely let her cab go so she can get in the house to see if Mikey was there and plant the wire. Well, plant the wire. You think she's a spy? And totally. That's why Tom's Tom totally knows the deal. That's why he's like, <laughs> well, wanna... why would he let her into the house then? Well, because then it would look suspicious, I guess, if he didn't. You mm. notice he's like holding her elbow when he walks in because he wants to make sure <laughs> oh, yeah. he's with her all the time. Like, as <laughs> he's drinking her coffee, he's just standing there <laughs> holding her elbow. Kay, you can come into the house, but we were going to have to sweep you for bugs. <laughs> 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 or or Dagan says okay if I allow you into the house then it could be proved in a court of law that we have a telephone <laughs> it's all about what can be proved in a court of law yeah that's all you told just be patient Kay another cab will be coming along in a few minutes just to wait out there <laughs> bust up do you think if Kay had left the letter in the house if she went in just to not only see that Mikey's there, but smuggle the letter into the house, that legally later it could be proved that Tom knew about Mikey's whereabouts? Not Tom, Mama. Oh, okay, because she's the one later who accepts the yeah, letter. like Tom mm-hmm. would have to cut Mama loose and say, like, oh. Mrs. Corleone, what Mama Corleone does, I don't know what, that's her oh. business. I have no knowledge of the whereabouts of Michael wishes <laughs> Corleone. I think you just named the episode, Alex. What? Tom cuts Mama loose. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a like a Dukes of Hazard episode <laughs> name. <laughs> 
so when the scene where Kay and um, Tom are talking to each other, mm-hmm. um, Robert Duvall looks very short to me. Oh. Or his head looks very big, and that makes people look short. Oh, okay. And uh, plus, I was like, well, and plus he's standing right, he basically looks the same height as Diane Keaton, uh-huh. who was probably wearing heels, too, but... Um, so I, I looked it up. Uh-huh. Do you want to guess how tall oh. Bobby Duvall is? I didn't write down. Uh, I should have looked up. Um, you know what? I'll ask. I'll answer that one. Diane Keaton's height. Okay. Well, so you, I want to go back a second. You said if someone's head is bigger than their body, it makes them look shorter. Yeah. Never thought of that. Yeah. Cause kids, kids have a bigger head uh, in proportion to their body. So the oh. bigger someone's head is, they're going to look more. They're going to look so even child. They're going to look more childlike. And so just because they look childlike, it tricks your eye into thinking they're shorter. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. I also think there's because yeah, you you're like four foot eight, right? Yeah. But my head is, is three feet across. <laughs> so you're really eight foot seven. <laughs> um, Bobby Duvall's height. I'm going to say he does a big head. I also, big I also think big head Hagen. You know, they always say actors are shorter in real life. When you, I guess, they look so much smaller in real yeah. life. And I think it's because actors probably benefit from having a big head because that's what you look at when you're watching an actor. Uh, is like the bigger their head mm. is, the more you can do. Like, so, oh, so you're suggesting that actors, as a subgroup of the human population, on average, are shorter than non-actors. Uh, I can't. This is purely anecdotal evidence, but that's that's what I'm. Tom Cruise is really short, isn't he? Right. Yeah. It's like three feet, three feet tall. And it makes sense because you also would want people because of the way movies are framed. You'd want everyone basically to be the same height. Yeah. You don't want to have like a six foot eight yeah. leading man and a five foot tall leading lady because they're awkward to yeah. film in a scene. Together, Unless the so. really tall leading man has a huge head because then he would appear short. Yes, and she, if she had a tiny head, you could like Does one of those opposite? mystery spots where if she had like a tiny head and he had a big head, they would look like they were the same height. This is like a sick Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> oh, maybe we can spin that at some point. What, what would the Godfather have been like if it were a Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone episode? Oh yeah, we could do that. Can we can we mash the uh, two themes? Anyway, to answer your question, Bobby D's height, I'm going to guess 5'10". 5'10". 5'9". Oh, okay. So, queerly coincidentally, maybe not coincidentally, because they're all, although they're not related to Hagen, uh, Marlon Brando and James Caan also five foot nine. Mm. So there you go. I would have assumed Brando was six feet. Yeah, because he got this tiny head. <laughs> uh, and we'll look up. You're going to look up Kay's height. Diane for... Keaton's height is five foot seven. Okay, so she's two inches shorter than um, than uh, Bobby D. Okay. Um. So Brando, Caan, and Duvall five foot nine. Uh, Pacino and Keaton five seven. Okay. Mm. Yeah, he does. Pacino does come across as shorter. Uh, yeah, he's famously short. Mm-hmm. I'm, in fact, I was surprised he was that tall. I would have thought he was short, really shorter, than even that. shorter than five seven. I, I, I guess I always heard he was like Tom Cruise ish, kind uh, of like. Is you, Tom Cruise shorter than five seven? I don't know. I'll you asked. I'll answer. We asked. Um, are you gonna do it right now? Uh, yeah. So, do you want to guess how tall Fredo is? 
Fredo or John Cazal? <laughs> He's a real method actor. He took three inches off his height to, to oh, emphasize man. his... Uh, yeah, you can't get that back either. You can never lose your height. So according to this, Tom Cruise is 5'7", according to the oh, internet, okay. with the same height as Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess they're both shorter than that. Really? You think they're lying about their height? Yes. Huh. Okay. I bet they wear, you know, pull out like shoes of heels and, and do all the tra- <laughs> other leading ladies stand in <laughs> trenches when they film a scene together. You think I'm 5'7"? Zumba! <laughs> what does he say? Zumba! That's the Zaza! <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, for John Cazale. Uh, I'm going to say, I mean, he's thinner. He he looks taller, but he's got a huge head. He does have a huge head. But he doesn't look short. He, he looks, doesn't. I think it's not, it's not, a, it's not a, it's not like a hundred yeah. percent thing, but that's just like when you're drawing somebody mm. like a taller person, you'll say, oh, they're six heads tall and a shorter person will be four heads tall, oh, okay. not four heads tall. But yeah. Then, you know, you don't. Fredo know. looks like a Lego character, doesn't he? <laughs> Just it's kind of a round forehead. head and a real beanpole body. How right? tall? Yeah, how tall is he? He is. I'm going to say five ten, five eleven. Okay, so he's taller than the. I would never. You mm-hmm. see, he's taller than Marlon Brando. Yeah, he was taller than Marlon Brando was. And I, even though he was taller than al pacino ironically he was stepped over <laughs> that's why that's why uh, that's how that's good why, mikey is that's why I, that's why frito was so angry like, <laughs> i'm your taller brother <laughs> not because he was older yeah he's <laughs> supposed to inherit it all i'm tall not like everyone says it's like i'm short <laughs> it's just because of a big head i have i was stepped over <laughs> frito reach that jar on the top shelf frito help me hang up this picture frame <laughs> frito you don't have any room on the airplane <laughs> that's that's how that's how mama delivered you frito <laughs> oh, that's not frito. how i wanted to be delivered <laughs> Yeah, the last comment I had was that, that I mentioned it before was the fact that Tom escorts her into the house by by gently hold, touching her elbow and and guy, gliding her in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, have you ever done that when someone touched their elbow? And seems like a, like an old fashioned kind of thing to do. I don't think I've like walked arm in arm with someone or like put, or held them up like they, if they were going to fall down. But just that kind of like I'm putting my hand on you as you walk around thing. You know, I was I worked in. I work in public education, and uh-huh. for many years I was a disciplinarian. Yeah, and the, so there were times when students were like had just been fighting, yeah. or they were under the influence, and I felt like I needed to have a hand on them as I was escorting them to the office. Okay, because for fear of either them running away or yeah. do you think Tom's motivations? I mean, I, I were never the same? grabbed anyone. No, but do you think Tom's motivations <laughs> are the same thing? Like, in case she makes a run for it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on inside. You could drop the letter off inside, but I'm going to keep my hands on you. <laughs> they should have like a Mikey mailbox there. They just put all the cards Mikey and letters <laughs> from the uh, from the people who are looking for oh, Mikey. Oh my gosh! You know what? I think we you just came up with a great idea. What Mikey's mailbox, where people write in to to give Mikey advice and ask for advice, yeah, or, or just express any thoughts while he's away. My, Mikey, you done good killing that Captain McCluskey. Mikey. <laughs> All right, so I guess if anyone wants to send something to Mikey's mailbox, <laughs> send it to godfatherminute at gmail.com, and we'll see. make sure that he gets it. Yeah. Well, we're not going to make sure he gets it, because this is not, we're going to give it to him when and if he comes back. Yeah, yeah who so. knows? We don't know where he is. We don't know how long he's gone. So it is, it is, <laughs> he does say, we know he's safe. Mm-hmm. 
So wouldn't that seem to imply that there is at least some like connection yeah. between the. Yeah. I, it seemed like a prosecutor could use that in a court of law to, to indicate that they do know about his whereabouts or at least that they're in communication with him. Yeah. They know someone who knows his whereabouts. But legally, let's just say you knew where a serial killer was. Me? Why would you, why would you use that uh, as the example? Because he's sitting right across from me. <laughs> it's you. It was you. What would you do if you found out I didn't exist and this whole thing is is your your psycho and you're doing both voices right now? Wow. It's so possible. Wait, well, no, it's not possible. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, so are you saying you don't exist at all? Like this whole time, my entire life, you've been a figment of mine. So is this where all the flashbacks are going to show? Like it was so obvious when I look back at it that no one ever, no one ever spoke to you when I was around. I thought it was just because I was so cool. <laughs> it was just a dream. Just a dream. Or maybe I died eight years ago and you just couldn't mm, handle it. You were died by you were murdered by the mafia. That's <laughs> that's why the that's why this podcast, you know, this is like yeah. a M night Shyamalan movie <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. The podcaster is a ghost the whole time. <laughs> I, I mean a funnier version of basically I'm a reflection of you. You see me as your brother, mm-hmm. but I'm really just a reflection of you, but a funnier version. I'm, I'm, you're the, you're the, you're as funny as I wish I was. Yes. God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes That's sense. That's why I have a, a, a bigger head. <laughs> um, oh, no wait, that would mean that I'm shorter than you. Or I appear shorter. Yeah, you look shorter because you have a bigger head. <laughs> what were we just talking about? You were talking about how oh, uh, you were going to oh. rate this minute. No, before we go there, if, about uh, just the legal thing. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, how about this? Let's just say I am a serial killer. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's just say I am a serial killer. Just theoretically. And, and everyone knows, mm-hmm. but I'm on the run. Okay. And I'm in touch with you. I send you a text message here and there, but it's scrambled, so... People can't trace it. People can't trace it. And the police knew that you were in touch with me. Could they compel you to communicate with me um, to use you as bait or some way to draw me back i don't know that's a good question i don't I see don't know if they could i don't yeah i don't see how they could like unless you're not forced to cooperate with the police like although you could be like, like hindering an investigation obstructing justice, obstructing justice yeah. yeah hmm i mean i probably if i probably were community i guess it probably depends on what i'm communicating yeah if I'm saying, oh, the police are going to uh, Houston next week, move on, move on, then I could get into trouble. Because you're, you then you're aiding trouble. and abetting. I'm the one on the run. Then you're aiding and abetting. Uh, we, we need to have a, a, an attorney. Yeah, we come need on. to. Okay. So, um, what do you rate it? So, what are you going to give this minute? <laughs> it's a good one. I like it. I love Hagen's response, mm-hmm. or his just mini joke. I got mine. I got mine. Yeah. Ready? One, two, three. Yeah. yeah. There's a little more than the three. I really do like the interaction. Yeah. I think we're just so happy to be out of Sicily that we're going to be a five stars. Because there's the lines we can quote from. <laughs> yeah. I almost went four, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be in the notes for this minute, but I could have sworn there was a deleted scene explaining the exploded car. Hmm. Or, or, um, I didn't see anything in the book, but the book jumps around quite a bit. Right. Maybe there was something in the, hmm, during the war section. I don't recall reading it. Hmm. I, I thought it was going to be in the screenplay, but, um, 
I'll see if you. Oh, well. we, you, and I joked about it. That it, <laughs> that it is from the future, and it's the car that Apollonia dies in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what it is. That's why K, because K is the alter ego of Apollonia. Mm-hmm. That's why she she says, "I mean, Tom, please, I I've come on Monday, I've come on Tuesday." <laughs> I think come that on. was them testing out different. Like that was they finally figured out how to blow up a car. They're like, "Perfect, oh, Fabrizio, yeah. go back, go like Sicily and uh, and uh, I guess it is kind of foreshadowing of that. And, yeah, and and, and too. He also soon. dies in an automobile. Uh, yeah, cars. I think are probably the least safe thing in the godfather because so many murders happen in association with cars well you know we'll have to do a tally of all the people that die (laughs) we'll have to do a tally of shire to see how everyone dies and then we'll rank or off the top of our heads how many Mm -hmm. cars Polly. oh yeah Polly. uh carlo carlo um santino Santino. he technically gets out but um apollonia apollonia um, there was no, there was no, um, at the end. None of the guy, none of the mobsters get uh, killed. No, in the car. there's someone in a revolving door. There's someone on the steps of the the bank. Someone in the uh, in, massage parlor. Italia in bed. Yeah. Someone in an elevator. Santino never takes elevators. Cuno gets shot in an elevator <laughs> by Clemenza with a shotgun. Yeah. Uh, That's your car. What's car, that? Cars are the the, de- are the Godfather death trap. Yeah. Oh, that's and what, also well, the the Don is shot by his car as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs> that's why Tessio, you know, Tessio never uses a car. He doesn't use a car. Yeah, he doesn't. Oh my never, gosh. He walks everywhere. <laughs> that's gonna of course they gave him the furthest borough out, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> well, through Long Island, it's actually yeah, closer. That's true. So. Yeah, that's probably why they gave him the close borough. <laughs> The bounty, um, bounty. I'm not using a car because he was so now in that one. He was supposed to get in the car, and they told him to wait. Or was oh. he? Or was he supposed to go into a different car? What do they do? Do you remember? Well, I think they were going to have him take a car, but then they stopped him. No, no, I'm sorry. They were going to have him take a car. And when he found that out, he said, that messes up all my plans, Barney. Cause yeah, all he, my arrangements. All my arrangements, because he can't take a car. Right. And they knew that. <laughs> but wait, was he, in the movie, was he about to get into a car? Or did I he think so. get rerouted into a car? I, I Both. He was, <laughs> Which one? Well, he was supposed to get into a car, yeah. but then Cheech comes up and says, no, 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 you're going to go with whoever oh, so he does instead. get okay, right. So he gets yeah. rerouted so he to probably, a different car. He probably got killed in that car, yeah. too. So. That ruins all my arrangements, Barney. <laughs> Barney? <laughs> all right, so I guess that'll wrap up minute That's one. It. one uh, that'll wrap up minute. Uh, nu- minuto numero uh, centano. Cento. Cento. Quadrodici. 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 There you go. Can you edit that together so it's just all smooth coming out of my mouth in one phrase? Okay, good. Perfect. It's like Max Headroom. You know how you can remember it? Yeah. How? The blown up car does not have a door. Quadrodici. Quadrodici. All right. That's it. I'll remember it now. Okay. Stick uh, around. Uh, we're going to have some great things to talk about. Uh, I like that Twilight Zone idea. Yeah, let's go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leave us a review on iTunes. Come visit us on, at Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub on Facebook. We love everyone's posts. Mm-hmm. Increase the memes. 
<laughs> we want more mo memes. More mo memes. <laughs> We're gonna draw chips so everyone can play on the house. Oh, and also, how many minutes until uh, Sunny gets killed? We must be getting really. We're close. We're getting really close. Son- Santino gets killed in a minute and one nineteen. Oh, when this has been at one fourteen, that's ten minutes. That's five minutes. Five left. minutes. Hey, before we sign off, I want to say that. Oh, what's the the next countdown song? The the our supporters voted right, and they chose. Well, we don't announce it until you play it, right? I thought that was the big surprise. I thought that we uh, we don't tell them oh, until we you don't. start playing. So it's not even up anymore. No, no, the poll is still up. If people want to go look, they could probably oh, figure okay. it out. But right. I'm just saying that. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's wait then. Yeah, yeah. So, I have yeah. been writing it over the period of two months, mm-hmm. just in my head. Nice. I haven't sat down yet, but I but it's 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 going great. It's perfect. I so I know every one of the songs I've done is oh the new one is always my next is my new favorite one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one is going to be a good. good attitude. Yeah. I really, how's your uh, voice? Uh, it's kind of, it's weak. Mm. You know, I want you to get some rest and uh, until then there will be no, no acts, acts of vengeance. vengeance.